Garrick, firstly, mate, uh, how are you and how'd you pull up from a big New Zealand Cup day? Yeah, pulled up well, mate. I am furiously working on our uh, print um, edition for Friday over here at the moment with the short turnaround. The fields only just came out about 10 minutes ago, so we are really up against it. So you've been very lucky to squeeze me in to be honest. Wow. I'll take that as a warning. Uh, I don't know if my email <laughs> went through, did it? But I didn't get one. I uh, didn't get one. I did. I just spent five minutes trying to find a couple of horses to talk about. Um, and then the fields arrived and I got sidetracked. So we're really just sort of going to have to wing it today. But I, I've got a couple of horses here that I've, I've got a general knowledge of. So I guess we can tackle them. Yeah. My phone, when I send emails from my phone, every so often they don't go through. Race six at Geelong tonight. Did you find this one, number five, Tara Victory for Scotty Ewan? Yeah, yeah, that was one of the ones I saw. And the other one was uh, Millwood Brooklyn and the Vixen with a three. But look, Tara Victory, uh, look, I haven't had a chance to go back and check my notes or watch any of her runs over here, but uh, was a handy horse for Tony Stratford down south. Um, no world beater, but, you know, she's got a little bit of pep. She's very well related. I think she's out of a sister to Tiger Tara. Um, so, you know, good bloodlines. Uh, not a big horse from memory, you know. I think we'll do a good job over there. I can't go too much into it, unfortunately, but just a handy type would be the best way I would uh, categorise her. Yep. Bathurst tonight, race six, number 10, Millwood Brooklyn, is a first starter. So sometimes you know lots about these, sometimes you don't know many. And some someone by the name of Boots Properties Racing has bought the horse. No, nah, never heard of the guy, actually. Must be a new guy to the industry. Um <laughs> I wish him all the best. Uh, jokes aside, well done to Michael Boots yesterday winning New Zealand Cup. Um, yeah. Adding that to the slot race in Perth, what his name escapes me at the moment. Um, yeah, he's he's having a wild run. But uh, yep, yeah. um, oh. with Brooklyn, I did I did know she won two or three really nice trials down south for Clark Barron, who's been a great seller of horses for a while now. Um, she, she, you know, she was sold with a good reputation, so. I believe, and I think is it. I'm right in saying Brad Hewitt's got her now. Yep, is that right? Yep, that's right. It's had one start, right. one well, trial for usually, a win. Yeah, that look, that's usually a recipe for success. So um, probably, I think the last one we maybe we talked about for Mick uh, or for Brad Hewitt, it's one of won them in a row. So I would expect this one probably will be similar. Uh, someone's just sent in a text here. Tell. Garrick to better zip it. He better zip it. Anyway, I don't know. That's in reference. Yeah, well, to that it. was the name of the horse. I forget. Oh, I mean, I mean, I forgot the name of the race. What's it called over there? The Nullarbor. The, the Nullarbor. Nullarbor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought someone had telling you to zip it up, but anyway. Tell them to zip it. Up. Tell them to zip it. <laughs> it's. I have this thing called the fake text machine, so it might have come off that one. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Which I've thrown a few. I really put someone offside once with it. But anyway, that's that's a whole other story over a beer. Uh, the Vixens had two trials for Turnbulls for two wins at Bathurst. Uh, looks a nice horse. Amanda Turnbull, of course. Race nine, number one tonight, first starter. Yeah, I watched a couple of its trials over here, and it looks a very progressive filly. So um, I would say probably not the prototypical one that Amanda buys. She loves to buy a lot of sort of, shall we say, cheapies and yeah, yeah. sort of marginal, out of form. Ones that she, I, I, I get the impression, one, ones that she's sort of seen glimpses of at some point and just post-pasted away in the back of her mind that, you know, maybe one day she'd like to get her, get her hands on that horse. This one, different kettle of fish, untapped, young, 
really exciting trials. Um, you know, I think she's probably going to got a fair way ahead of her. Um, it's another new owner to the game. Uh, uh, oh, no, it is Boots, yes, sorry. Boots Properties Racing <laughs> uh, Limited. Um, so, yeah, I think the last one, maybe Amanda actually had affiliate for Mick from the same trainer, Lawrence Hanrahan, uh, earlier this year, late last year. Its name escapes me, but from memory, it won three or four pretty quickly and then went to the state. So I guess we'll say they've gone to the same well again, potentially. Yeah, okay. Uh, your mm. thoughts on yesterday, starting with, I think, Millwood Nike might have nearly stolen the show a little bit. Yeah, wasn't that just... Uh, that was just, I, I tell you what, my Twitter feed was just full of Australians. It's just um, full of plaudits. Hmm. But for the run of Melbourne, I think the best one I saw was Lazarus in a skirt. Um, Matt Lepard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three wide, three wide the trip and just dominated. I did warn listeners yesterday, anyone who who, who um, joined you, that you know you don't win fifteen in a row um, unless you're of the very, very highest echelon. And I just want to say that also the runner-up in that race yesterday, Mantra Blue. I mean, if you took the winner out, that Mantra Blue at her fifth start. Um, it, that was just amazing. She's she's definitely going to be one to follow, and I think she's owned in Australia by Mrs. Uh, Lynn, is it Lynn Philpot or Lynette Philpot, um, Sue Spronick's owner. So uh, I don't oh, know yeah. if she'll make her way to Australia eventually, but oh boy, she's got a future ahead of her as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Swayze, you you saw it perfectly, I think, mate. I think he just stays in front of Akuda. He gets to the front, and he'll be too hard to beat. Well, it was race over um, pretty much straight away. And, you know, Mark Purden had a decision to make two laps out when Cameron Hart jumped three wide behind and changed the rank outsider and was happy to sit there waiting to get his ticket to go forward. And I guess Mark Purden was thinking, gee, do I go forward now? I'll probably end up sitting parked for, for two laps. And he made the judgment call not to, probably for the best, to be honest. And the Cuda win as good as you could, take out the winner, and the Cuda's dominated that race. But um, it was exactly as Cameron Hart suggested, and as everything we've seen of Swayze in the last six months has sort of suggested, he's just he's just a machine in front. He just runs and runs and runs. And mm. I mean, I watched him go to the back straight after the race, and he probably could. If he got another lap, he still would have won. Um, you know, he was just he was getting away from them at the end. So yeah, amazing. Um, just just a dominant performance. Uh, I think there's a few over here that sort of. Viewed me as a bit of a Judas for tipping him yesterday and going against the hometown hero. But really? Yeah, but look, you can only go on what you see. You got to, you know, you got to take your, you got to take your sentiment out of these things when it comes to punting and things like that. And you know, analysis. You've just got to weigh up everything and factor in the what you can and and make your best judgment call. And to me, um, whatever horse landed in front of the other was going to win that race. I yeah. Think. And yeah. I, I will say this, Swayze definitely probably got a good a run-up start. He definitely got the the benefit of a good start there. You know, he was probably on the front foot as the tapes went. So, uh, but hey, you know, you need a little bit of luck now and again. And I just see the fields have just come out for Friday night, um, Friday's New Zealand free-for-all. Mm-hmm. The mobile mile and a quarter, 200,000, group one. Akuta, barrier one. Swayze, barrier four. So yeah. that'll be another interesting dynamic this week. You would think Mark Purden will not be handing up the lead this time. Well, not that he had the lead yesterday, but he will be wanting to hold the lead. And we, I guess we'll be watching Swayze sit park. 
and will he be able to beat Akuda from outside him over a mile and a quarter? That is going to be a very, very fascinating uh, race to watch. It's a dollar sixty Akuda, three dollars Swayze, though, isn't it? At very first initial look. Ah, uh, look, I would. I mean, I know, I know how happy they were with Akuda yesterday going into that race. He was. He looked a million bucks. He was thriving. He was ready, and. Mark and Nathan would not be backing him up if Mark felt like the horse would have taken negative effect from that race yesterday. And, yeah, back to... Uh, Mobile's a completely different kettle of fish. Akuda's hmm. a slow beginner. Is he? Uh, I, I mean, I've, I'm going to be tipping Akuda in that. I, I don't, you know... You would be mad not to tip Akuda if he, knowing he's going to lead in a Group 1 sprint. I mean, that's just... A, you can't not go against it. So, uh, I guess we'll really find out tomorrow... Uh, how good Swayze is on oh, Friday. How good he is. Can he sit outside of Cooter and beat him? So I don't, I'd don't. i love to be able to sort of factor other horses in that race. But you know, just, again, I don't really see that. There's a couple of new ones, self-assured, in there. Fresh, fresh yeah, edge, yeah. Outside he's, front. He's drawn wider. Drawn widest, and they haven't been happy with him. Well, maybe they haven't. Oh, we might be just and the wonder the wonder bear artist express she's in she's drawn second alone behind Pembroke Playboy so she's probably going to be forced back at the start so it becomes a race in two again for me but I would say this Mosdale Ben he's showing all all spring he's very lethal with a sit and he tracks the trail a cooter the whole way without seeing any odds I'd be heavily playing uh, Mosdale Ben top three top fours Friday punters. He was very good in New Zealand Cup. He got home strong with the fifth over the line. So, um, yeah, expect him to be on the markers. Probably have a cushy trail the whole way. Can't see him. Well, yeah, can't say can't, but unlikely he'll be able to swing shot those top two, but um, very strong place bet, I think. I'll tell you, if Smoking Bando wins the Dominion, I will fall off my chair. Well, there'll be a few people in Queensland going, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, correct. It was going away, in a, going away in a pace up here and uh, yeah. couldn't get round in one piece. Uh, well, well I, did warn, I did warn you listeners back in, in the you winter did. when he was up there how good he was. He let me down, but that was more due to his manners, not his ability. Um, he showed last start with that win over Bolt for Brilliant at Addington. Uh, it was really just a, a sprint up the lane, but you know he was, he, he was good. And I spoke to Ben Hope this morning, Muscle Mountains driver, but, you know, and he admitted, look, it's my race to lose. Um, there's no Sunday sun this year. Some of the others have fallen by the wayside. My guy trialled super last week. We could not, they have not been happy with this horse ever, he said. Um, what's the horse to beat? And he said, well, I'm building it for brilliance, but I'm probably more worried about smoking banda. So there you go. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, I think he should win Muscle Mountain if he's as good as what uh, we've been told he is by. Uh, a few people over in New Zealand, not necessarily yourself. Mate, once again, thanks for everything you did yesterday. It was absolutely outstanding tipping. Uh, some wonderful information and uh, enjoy Friday. You're not heading down this time? No, no. And look, I just want to apologise for not being organised for today, but I just, I can't stress enough. It's uh, fine, mate. Short turn up these fields. I really have been up against it the last couple of hours. Um, so I do apologise for not doing the homework for the, uh, the, new, the fresh runners this week, but next week I'll make sure. Fields permitting, we find a couple for for the listeners. That's fine. We'll just halve your pay this week. So half an Well, oven. you can double yesterday's one. <laughs> yep, all right. <laughs> half half an oven's nothing and double nothing's nothing. Exactly. So you're still getting nothing, that is for sure. Good on you, mate. Get back to can work. Get on, can you get me on, on Garen's ticket? Because I wouldn't mind being on that one. 
Uh, I want um, I want Hutchie's ticket. I, I've seen there's a story out here of what he's getting paid. I wouldn't mind uh, if I was getting something in the vicinity of that to host a couple of shows a week. Well, you do you do eighty hours a week, mate. So you uh, you know you can't they can't have your hourly rate too high or else uh, it'll be curtains. Yeah, true, very true. Good on you, Garrick. Thanks so much, Mark. Yeah.